Thank you for tuning in to the 237th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, or whichever podcasting app or platform you are listening to me via. Being recorded from Buffalo, New York. Going to have Scotty Johnson on, and we are going to delve into our All-NBA first team, second team, and third team. Also going to give our top eight seeds in each conference, go over Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA, Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, uh, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player. We're going to get into all that. Uh, might even as well talk about Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo for the Milwaukee Bucks resigned, uh, signed the max extension, right? I think the deadline was December 22nd. So they got that deal done. So that's a big uh, move for the Bucks. big news for the NBA. So we're going to get into all that with Scotty. Now, before we get into that, I just want to let everybody know, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe, follow, share on all your platforms, on your social media pages. If this is your first time listening, click that follow on Spotify, click that subscribe on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Do that. Also, recommend it to your friends. Uh, we're doing a lot of good stuff here, and if they like content on the NBA, uh, NFL, college football, this is definitely the place for them, as it is the place for you. So, without ado, coming up next, after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to have Scotty Johnson on the show. Coming up next. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have my brother, Scotty, Scotty Johnson. How you doing, Scotty? I'm doing good, Daryl. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing fabulous. So the first thing, uh, just so everybody knows, first of all, what me and Scotty are going to be doing today, we're going to be kind of previewing the NBA season. So we're going to have our All-NBA first, second, and third teams. We're also going to have our top eight seeds in each conference, the East and West, respectively. We're going to go over who we think are going to win some awards. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved Player of the Year, uh, Rookie of the Year. So we're going to get into all that. But first, Scotty, what I have to ask you, huge news in the NBA world, NBA community. Giannis Antetokounmpo signs his max extension with the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think this is really big news because there's a lot of speculation, a lot of talk, a lot of chirping and yipping and yadding in the rumor mill about people saying Giannis wouldn't stay in Milwaukee, Giannis to Golden State, Giannis to the Heat, Giannis to Toronto. And Giannis decided in a world where stars are always requesting trades, we're seeing what Kyrie Irving did, we saw what a Durant did when he left, we are even seeing what, the, what a Harden was doing a couple weeks ago. In a world like that, Giannis says, I want to be here and stays. After they flamed out in bad, embarrassing fashion, like let's think about this. Kawhi Leonard led his team to the NBA championship, uncrowned the Golden State Warriors, and still said, peace, deuces. And Giannis flamed out, and he says, you know what? We're going to stay here. How big is that for the NBA? I mean, it's, it's definitely it's definitely big. It's, I want to see, it's hard, it's hard, bro, because, like, as much as people try to put like the emphasis as far as like on like the players like you know doing what they like doing how they do they doing how the way they want to see where they want to go like you feel me like you get what I'm trying to say like 
I feel like it means that one, he's loyal. Two, everybody isn't built the same. Like just because other players do it doesn't mean other players are gonna do it. And then three, like, yeah, I mean, he he always he if you listen to him how the way he talked in the media, he always been the type of player to talk about those type of things in that type of way, like saying he didn't want to go, saying he wanted to stay there, saying he really he really liked the city of Milwaukee. And you gotta think about it, he's not American. Not saying that's like a bad thing. That has anything to do with anything, but like he didn't have a typical like upbringing or like the same like sports background as most American athletes do. If that makes sense, like. Yeah, and I think also what's really interesting that we have to realize is Giannis. The only place Giannis has ever lived in in America is Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, like like. And by the way, after the season ended, you know where he went? You know, like, lots of NBA stars like LeBron and Kevin Durant and all these guys, they go to L.A. They, they go to maybe New York City. They go to the Hamptons. They go to all these different places in America. Like, Giannis said, see you guys. I'm going back to Greece with my mom and dad and my family. Like, that is what Giannis did. Milwaukee is the only place in the United States of America this man has ever lived in. So I think that's a really big deal when we think about it. And he has not lived in America that long. It's not like somebody you grow up in your same city. Literally, he's only, how, how many years has he been in the NBA, Scotty? Like, six? Seven. seven. Okay, so for seven years, this is the only place he's ever lived in. Yeah. So, and, so yeah. And also, and back to his sports background, he also didn't grow up playing AAU basketball like most of these American athletes do too. So that, like, I think that also that play a role in that plays a role in how the way these players are treated. But they treated basically like AAU, and he didn't have that, like you know that that luxury. He had to get it differently. So. It's definitely good for the league, for sure, because it's, um, it's, um, it keeps it, quote-unquote, competitive. And I don't even know if, like, you know, I don't know if Giannis is friends with LeBron or Anthony Davis. People are talking about maybe he'll go to the Lakers. Like, like a lot of these guys talk. Like, I don't know if he's super buddy-buddy with any of these guys around the league. I mean, the most people, the, the most, when, when I hear people talk about Giannis and who he's friends with, people talk about Masai Ujiri because they have the, the African connection going on because they both do a lot of stuff with that. But besides that, I don't think Giannis is really necessarily friends with people outside of the NBA. Like, he's not necessarily hanging out with LeBron James at all these different events. No, nah, they definitely talk. Why I say they buddy-buddy? I feel like as a league, the league as a whole been like that, though. No, they like, talk. I'm, I'm, I'm saying they talk, but it's not like... We're going on vacation. You're bringing your girl. We're we're coming on vacation and we're hanging out. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. We're one. LeBron is way over two, so you know. <laughs> or your or your wife, your wife, your wife, right? Like your wife, like you know, Savannah. LeBron brings Savannah. Like that. That that's what I'm saying. No, no, I see what you're saying, but I'm saying like it wouldn't be like that with somebody like LeBron necessarily because they're way over. Like LeBron yeah. already got like his that's true. his friend group in the league. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is the league. Always been like that. Like it's always been like that. I feel like you as a player you're gonna have like your friends and the ones who you just gonna, you know, keep it cordial within the league. But you gonna talk, like you're gonna have meetings about like family each other. Like that's 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 normal. But as a but this this is this American sports, bro, like that's normal, bro. Like, I feel like what Giannis did though, it definitely like it it reminds you, like, back then. I'm, like, I, I'm glad he stayed, too, because I, I, I was one of the ones that really wished Hawaii would have stayed after he beat the Warriors last year in 2019, because I feel like Toronto could have went back. They could have had a shot to go back to back. 
And so, I and I think probably, I think we can say this now. Kawhi left a Toronto was the best situation, and he left the best situation to go to a worse situation. Now, now he did that partly. He's from LA, you know. Personal ha- personal happiness is great for your job, but like he left a he went to a worse basketball situation. I, I think we can agree on that now, right? Yes. Like easier conference, I, you can make the argument that Nick Nurse is a better coach than Doc Rivers. You can make an argument that the talent that they had kind of fits better. Uh, obviously, I think maybe the guys in the locker room gel with them a lot more than maybe the Clippers. And you know, Kawhi kind of superseded that after they won it too, and was like, you know, I'm done. Now w- w- with Giannis, and I think I- I've heard some reports about this uh, that potentially what this is is Giannis is going to sign. He's going to commit to Milwaukee, but. If Milwaukee is not doing the things that they need to do, there's a wink-wink, nudge-nudge that I can request a trade and you guys will acquiesce to that trade. So Milwaukee's so Milwaukee's not out of the woods yet. Right, but and that's and that's the thing, and that's also the thing too. We don't know how this going to end. Will it? You know, like will he bring a championship in the next six years? We don't know. With a, you know, excuse me, will Milwaukee, you know, will they bring him help? Can someone, you know, come in and a second star, like a, like a Drew Holiday, but you know, like a second star, like a, like a Bam, like a Westbrook, like that type of player, like in the second, you know, star come in and help? Can he, you know, will they be consistent for the next two years and not for the next four? Like, it's a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of scenarios, a lot of different scenarios, but most likely I'm I'm I think that he's gonna stick it out and will I think he won a championship? I don't know. Still got the Lakers, still got Brooklyn out there, Boston on the rise, you still got other young teams like Atlanta on the rise, like it's it's definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting, but I think that I think he, you know, six years, five he sticks it out, and Giannis is—he already proved that he's not the type that you know. I feel like I really feel like he's gonna be like a LeBron, KD type. Like he's not the type that's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna request a trade when I got two, three years left. He's gonna, you know, dug it out, as we like to call it. I like dug it out, and just you know stick it through, and we'll see what happens. Now there were talks a little bit because the whole James Harden conundrum that's going on. James Harden uh, recently leaked that Milwaukee's one of the teams he would consider. Would you like to potentially see that move, a Harden and, and Giannis combo, if Milwaukee could, for some odd reason, get that deal done? Because I think we agree they need something else than what they have. Yeah. Well, I like it. I probably like it, but I don't think that... I don't think they would win together. I don't think that they would be better than Kyrie and KD. Only because... He needs shooters. He need a guard too, but he already got a guard in Drew Holiday. But he need like a guard. He need basically shooters. Like they got a they got a team. I don't know how they. Would, I don't know what happened to them in the playoffs last year against Miami. But they have like a, they don't have a bad team. They have a solid team. It's just you know make it's just making that extra step over the hump. So I mean, Harden Harden it sounds good, but. I don't think it, you know, they win games, but I don't think they win championship. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, and then kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, 
me and Scotty are going to get into some seating and awards with the NBA. Kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Sports talk, and we still have Scotty Johnson with us. So let's do this, Scotty. Let's start with, you know, well, let's do this. So let's start with the East. Let's start with okay. the East because you were telling me some crazy stuff about how you had the Cavs in. So just give me your layout of the Eastern Conference. So one through eight, right? Yes, give me your your one through eight. Right. Okay. So one, I got Milwaukee. Okay. At two, I got Brooklyn. Okay. At three, I'm going with Boston. Okay, that's fair. So I'm going with Miami. I can I can vibe with that, Scotty. Five, I got Philly. Okay. It might shock your head. I think they're gonna make it to the playoffs this year. Six, I got the ATL. I got eleven. Okay. Seven, I got Orlando, because they went to the playoffs last year at the D.C., so I think they're going to you know, win a couple more games. But that's seven seed. And the A.C., and I got the Cavs. <laughs> okay. You don't think the Cavs can make it to the playoffs over in Chicago, Charlotte, so, Indiana? So, Scotty, here's what we're going to do. New York. I'm going to write. Repeat that. Repeat your list. Repeat your top eight again. Repeat your top eight. Okay, Milwaukee. Okay. Brooklyn. Okay. Boston. Miami. Okay. Philly. Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta. Orlando. Orlando. And the Cavs. Okay, okay. Scotty, that's crazy. Okay, Scotty, here's my issues with this. So, I'll do mine. For me, at number one, I have the Bucks. We're in agreement with that. Uh, I, I think we can both agree, and we'll let you start on this. I, I think they're, they're going to be doing what they've done in the regular season the last couple years, right? Like, Giannis is going to go full throttle. Uh, they're a team. They are a machine. Uh, I think Juhali is going to be an upgrade for them. They're going to be one of the best teams in offensive and defensive efficiency in the NBA again. And I think Giannis is going to have another MVP uh, caliber year, and, and it's crazy to think he, he could have the best statistical year again, but I just don't think he's going to win MVP. Maybe you do, and we'll get to that, obviously, but I, I just don't think he's going to win MVP again solely for the fact that I, I don't see them giving this man three straight MVP awards. But I think we can all reasonably assume that Giannis is probably going to be in the running for being the best player in the regular season again, so I, I think we can both agree, right? Bucks, easy lock for one, right? Easy lock. Yep. Okay, they're going to, we think they're going to run away with it. Two, you have the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I agree with that. Uh, I do not agree with that. I have them semi-close. I have the Nets at three for me. Uh, my two, though, is the Heat. Okay. I think that the Heat are going to have a really good regular season. A really good regular season. I think the Nets are going to start out slower. I, I feel like it's just going to be a little bit of adjustment with Katie and Kyrie. And I know they played together, but just when you're getting those live reps. And I think even for Steve Nash, too. And these all guys and all these other guys playing around them. I think that's going to take a while. You know what I mean? Just to get it together. Uh, 
So I'm, I'm going to have the Heat at the heat at 2, the Nets at 3. No no issues with that, right, Scotty? No, that's, that's understandable. I, I have the Heat a little bit higher than you, and, you know, Nets 2-3. At 4 for me, I have the Celtics, and you have the Celtics at 3. Uh, I think I could see the Celtics falling to 5. I wouldn't be surprised if they were 6. Mm. So... Tell me where your disagreement with that would be, because not now. Jason Tatum goes up another level, which he very well could, and, and Jalen Brown as well. But is Boston really that good? Yeah, because you got to take into consideration the bubble, bro. Like the bubble helped a lot of teams, bro. Like Tatum was averaging what thirty before the bubble. They ended the season. And they were they finished they finished third, but I feel like it would have been higher. It it could have been higher, like if the season that ended. Same with Miami. I don't think Miami playoff round would have been the same if it was like live act like fans were on ball. But that's just me though. I mean, but if you got them, you still got you know one to four. One to four is basically the same. It's just you know. Well, I I think. I, I have the Celtics at the four, but I I guess what I'm saying is I have them at a different tier. I, I guess I have them at a different tier. Like, I think in t- when we're talking about tiering these guys, tiering these teams, even though they're close. They're a second-tier team. Say that, say that again? You're saying they'd be a second-tier team, right? Yes, yes. I agree, but I, I don't think they're necessarily close to the Heat and Nets. Okay. I, I guess what I'm saying. I, I think they're closer to these other teams. Uh, now... You think, with you at the three, obviously they were the three last year, you don't think the loss of Gordon Hayward's impacted them at all because this is a guy, and as much hate as people want to give to Hayward, he averaged 17 points on 50% uh, 50 shooting, uh, seven rebounds, and four assists. Okay, so without Gordon Hayward and Kyrie, they went to the conference finals, right? Yes. So they they proved that they can they don't need Gordon Hayward. So everything. And then two when they did have him and Kyrie, they lost in the second round. So I think that kind of helped them moving forward because now like Jason Tatum doesn't have to, Jalen Brown don't have to worry about like getting them going. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like they can just focus on themselves. Because when they first got him, he, he was a day. Jalen Brown wasn't a rookie, but Jason Tatum wasn't a rookie. So it was more so about like, you know, how do we incorporate someone who basically just had coming off of one of his best his best season, the season prior to that, coming in, you know, with the pick and implementing that with a rookie, with an up and coming young star. And it's like, it, it, it looked good. Like they tried to make it work, but it just didn't. I, I feel like they're better off without and obviously, Tatum and Brown can go up another level because they're really young. So, I have the Celtics at four. Five, I have the Sixers. Uh, we both agree on Philly. Uh, Philly, I, I want to put Philly higher, but I just I just can't. But, but I really want them to. Uh, I really want to. Six, and this is our biggest disagreement. I don't know how the hell you have the Raptors missing the playoffs. That is so disrespectful, Scotty. What do you mean? We don't even have the same team either. Scotty, 
They're still going to have Nick Nurse. They're still going to have Kyle Lowry. Fred Van Fleet. Pascal Siakam. OG Ananobi. Kyle Lowry, huh? Scotty, how do you not have them making the playoffs? They lost Serge Ibaka. They lost Mark Gasol. That's defense, man. That's defense, man. The offense is probably not going to be effective, but in order to make the playoffs and win, you have to play defense. They will be a better defensive team than the Hawks, the Magic, and the, and the Cavs. I give you the Cavs and the, uh, the Hawks. Not the Magic. They defense. They're Magic. Magic played defense, man. They competed with the Bucks last year. Wow. People thought they was going to get swept. They got a dust. They also thought they was going to get swept last year against Toronto. They got a dust. Sleep on the Magic, man. They compete. Them young boys compete. Yeah, I just don't understand your hate for the Raptors. Like, so why do you have them missing the playoffs? I just think they took a they don't bro, they took a step back. And then if you think about it, bro, like I feel like them playing how the way they played last year was just the momentum they had winning the championship. Like I feel like the team the, the chemistry, like, it's gonna be I ain't gonna say bro no the team chemistry not gonna be affected. The defense bro is gonna be affected, bro. When they have Mark and Ibaka, bro, like those are solid defenders, bro. That you know what I mean? Like they, that helped them win a lot of games. And I just think that they took a step forward again, you know, by them leaving. They didn't get rid of them, they just left. But they replaced them with ba- I mean Baines is a, Baines is okay. He okay. I mean, and I have them going from second to sixth. You have them going from second to out. Now, the the one thing where I could agree with you is I could see Toronto theoretically being in the playoff line around All Star break, and then they just decide to trade everybody because they realize obviously they can't compete, uh, and just to get draft picks and assets and, and young players. And also, this is something that people might not have peeped, but they're not going to be playing in Toronto. They're going to be playing in Tampa Bay, I believe. Uh, so. Mm. And that helps, you know what, that helps my argument even more, bro. They're not even going to be playing at home, bro. Oh, yeah, they're going to have to live. Like, and they have decisions to make because, obviously, when you talk about moving your kids, like, it's hard enough to move your kids in different educational systems across states, let alone another country. That's a completely different way of life when you're having to now move your children, like, going to school in Canada to now they're going to school in the U.S. That That is, like, like these are things that they have to think about because that's a huge difference. And it's like, right? Big there. And it's going to be hard with COVID and how travel restrictions are in the country, how they can travel back to see their families. You know, like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, it, it, so I, I could see some of the players kind of maybe mentally checking out and being like, what the F are we doing? Because that's not going to be easy. That's not going to be easy. Exactly. And then on top of still not having fans, bro, like, I like the bubble, bro, we can't ignore that. We can't ignore that aspect, bro. Like, I feel like. Even though Toronto was already like made, bro, but like that 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 affected some players, bro, and that's gonna affect players. Bro. Like it was only eight games and plus the playoffs, but now they're gonna have to go through a full season of that, basically. Not even a full season because it's shortened, but it's still a full season. You know what I mean? So I I think I think that's gonna set them back. I ain't gonna lie. So this past year, Fred Van Fleet. He's 26 right now. He took a huge step forward in his career. He uh, did. He took a huge step forward. Fairly young player. Is there any way he moves up a level? Oh, of course. To me, 
outside of um, <clears throat> excuse me, outside of um, Siakam, like he's my favorite player on that team. To be honest with you, I like his demeanor. I like his swag. He's clutch. He's not afraid of the big moments. Ever since he had his son, <laughs> I mean, he balled out. You know, so and he got paid. Like he worked his he worked his behind off. He got paid. They say hard work pays off, right? So, he's just one of them type of players, though. You see it. Like, he works hard. Definitely. Well, he's a 17-point, six-assist guy. So, if he goes up another level, that's borderline all-star. I think we could see Ockham Lowry. That, that's what both of them are. Yeah. I, if you And the OG Ajinobi, he's pretty good. If you have three borderline all-stars, you should be making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. I feel like I'm making a good case. I feel like I'm making a good case. But I mean, I mean, yeah, you got it. Sound good, but you got to take everything into consideration, though. Too, I forgot about them moving to um, the games to Florida. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I don't know how much that's gonna sit well with guys. Because <laughs> it's also too like there's a lot of things you have to consider now. Like, like you know, like not everybody wants to move like that, and then it's like we're only moving for like. I don't think they know how long this COVID stuff is going to last with the travel restrictions, but it's like, you couldn't even fly back. Like, at least players in the country that are going through some of this stuff, you can fly between country. Like, you can't just necessarily just go to Canada right now, there and back, just like that. That's not how it's working right now in the world. I mean, that's that's any country. No, I I agree. I I agree, but for these guys, like, it makes that extra hard. Because those are things you have to consider, like... Do I just have my wife stay with my child? Because, like, it doesn't make any sense to maybe uproot your whole family for, like, you know what I mean? For, for just a season, right? Right. The, the, like, these are just things and difficult decisions for people that they have to ma- now make that they normally wouldn't have to make that I think could cause some, uh, maybe some heartache and some stress. So, seven, I have the Wizards. You bo- you had Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal in your top 25, Scotty, but you don't have them making the playoffs. That, to me, is crazy. Because it's the it's team, bro. It's their team. They got a good coach. You don't think Scotty Brooks went to an NBA Finals? Because of the players, not because of his culture, because he had talent. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, is that not the best backcourt in the NBA? We have to see. On paper. If you have... They have to translate that into wins. If you have great guard play like that, you should be making the playoffs for me. And then at eight, because mm-hmm. at seven you had the magic. I, I I see the magic just falling off a cliff. Eight, you have the Cavs. I have the Hawks. I have the Hawks. I have the Hawks. I have the Hawks. They got Bogdanovich. Uh, they got Daniel uh, Daniel Gallinari. Uh, they're they're building a little something in Atlanta. Trey Young should go up another level. Uh, this cute little Steph Curry thing he's doing, I, I think, you know, maybe that could turn some heads this year. Average 30 in his second year. Not a lot of players done that. No, Trey Young is about, he just hasn't done anything to win games yet. But maybe in his third year, he will, which I, I hope happens. So, I mean, when you're a 5'10 point guard, you're not going to have that much impact. You're not supposed to be doing what he's doing. That's the thing. Neither was Isaiah Thomas. And then we see what happened to Isaiah. He wasn't averaging 30 in his second year. Being 5'10". Having the green light as well and being on a bad team. Now, yeah, Isaiah didn't get the green light to like his third, second year. Isaiah Thomas in the same draft class as Kyrie. I agree. Yeah, yes, he was. 
But Isaiah, yeah, he's, not I, even a he's not even a starter. I'm just saying, well, let's let, let's slow down on the on the Trey Young on the Trey Young bandwagon. So no, bro, because you really be you really be undermining that, bro. I have undermining that, bro. Scotty, he's my eight. I have the Hawks as the eighth seed. That's cool. I'm talking about as far as Trey Young. We talking about you talking about thing. I'm talking about as far as Trey Young. Trey Young, Trey Young should elevate himself this year. He should be. Uh, he should possibly be a top 20 player. To me, that's what Trey Young should do. Uh, and they will get the courtesy of getting swept by the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I do not know, though, why you have the Magic and the Cavs in over the Raptors and the Wizards. I just think that's so disrespectful, Scotty. Okay. I just think that's so disrespectful. We got a better record than the Washington Wizards last year? The Cavs. The, the Wizards, I think, are going to be... I think the Wizards are going to do some things. I think the Wizards are going to do some things. So you realize, well, all they did was trade Russell Westbrook for John Wall, right? Russell, Which means they barely have the same team, bro. Russell Westbrook... They didn't have John Wall playing last year. Russell Westbrook is a huge... That's a huge addition. That's another all-star caliber player. The year before that. Russell Westbrook's better than John Wall. He is. But... But at that position and that system, I feel like John Wall is a better fit. But like he's a better fit. That's I don't know about that. So Scotty, here's what, I, what I'm going to say. So if we're going to tier these teams, well, let's do this really quickly with the East. How many teams we can do in both our top eight? We can do this this way. How many teams in the East can get out of the conference? So Bucks, the Bucks can get out, right? We'd agree. Three. Three. So. Yeah. Is your three Bucks, Nets, I assume, and who is your third? That you could see Miami. get Miami. Okay. So those are three teams. So there's three teams. Could the Celtics or the Sixers potentially enter that conversation? Potentially. Potentially, yes. Who do you have winning the East? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I ain't going to lie. It's too, I ain't going to lie. It's too, it's too hard, bro. It's too hard, bro. Because, matter of fact, you put a gun to my head right now, i pick, I'll probably pick Brooklyn. Okay, Brooklyn. I would agree with you, Scotty. I'm going with Brooklyn, too. Don't think it's going to be easy to get there, but, but I'm going to go with Brooklyn. So, let's go. Well, actually, let's do this. Let's take another break and then kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to get into our seedings one through eight in the West, which should be interesting as well. Kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. with Barbershop Sports Talk and we still have Scotty Johnson with us as we are going through our top eight seeds in each conference. We just got done going through the East. Now we're going to go through the West. So Scotty, I'm going to give you the floor. Uh, start with your eight teams in the West, your top eight. Okay, so at, at number one, I have the reigning defending champions. I got the Los Angeles Lakers. At two, I got the Denver Nuggets. At three, I got the Los Angeles Clippers. At 
four. This might shock you. I got the Utah Jazz. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm going to switch it at the last minute because I, I, I think Utah and Dallas could going to be like four or five. Okay. So they're interchangeable. So Dallas and Utah would be like my four or five. And then at six, I'm going with, um U- not Utah, but um the Pelicans. We got the Pelicans going to the playoffs this year. At seven, I got I got Houston. Well, that depends on the James Harden situation, really. Yeah, right. Right now, we're gonna just assume that because obviously, if he went to a Philadelphia, we think of Philadelphia differently in the East or any of these teams. So right. that, yeah. So right now, we're just assuming James Harden's with them. So then, okay, so that's seven. And then at eight, I went with Phoenix. Okay. Wow. Scotty, this is going to be interesting. So, Scotty, at one, I agree with you. The Lakers, Mm -hmm. they will be one. Two, I'm going to say... The Clippers. I'm going to say the Clippers. People forget the Clippers. The Clippers really weren't trying in the regular season, and they were still the second seed. You're right. Like, like, doesn't like does that not count for something? It does, to a degree. Like you know, and Kawhi Leonard, I, I, I know you had him. What did you have him on your list, Scotty? He was he was in my top ten. I think Kawhi Leonard's a top five player. Uh, I had him as the second best player in the NBA, uh, only two LeBron and a healthy Kevin Durant. So that's the opinion I have. I think Paul George is still special. They have Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams. I think Sergi Ibaka is going to help. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Clippers uh, at two. The three. This is going to be interesting. I have the Portland Trailblazers at number three. Mm. And I'm t- about Portland. I ain't gonna lie. Team you, team you forgot. I, I have because let's remember when Dame and CJ were back. What they did in the run they made, like Dame, Dame Damian Lillard is for real. Mm-hmm. Mellow, mellow, solid. Nurkic could take a leap. Nurkic, like CJ McCollum. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say this: Don't be surprised if Damian Lillard maybe makes a run at MVP. I'm not gonna say he's gonna win MVP because I'm certainly not predicting it. Predicting it. But if he finishes. Top five in the MVP voting. Don't be shocked. He finished top five last year. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. In top three, get, get invited to the ceremony. Top three. Right. You get invited. Top five another time too. Yeah. So, I think the Portland Trailblazers are going to be a big player in the West. I think they're going to be three. Okay. At four, for me, I'm going to have the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I think losing Grant is going to be a big uh, kind of a. I think they're going to struggle losing him. I mean, that was their best perimeter defender. That's the guy that they had guard, the Lucas, the LeBrons, the Kawhis. That was the guy they would put him on. I think that's going to be a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, just a little bit of an adjustment for the team. I also, you know, may, maybe, well, let's remember. It took game. It took seven games to beat a Jazz team that was depleted. And 
seven games to beat a Clippers team that had a lot of issues tapped out and, you know, Joker just played out of his mind. Like, it, it wasn't necessarily the easiest thing for them to, you know, make it to the Lakers. Like, <laughs> in terms of us officially saying Denver is the second team in the West. Now, I think we can take into account what Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic will end up being, but uh, I need to see a bigger sample size for Murray than just the 20 or so games he played in the postseason, which were great, but I need to see that over the course of the regular season because he was two different players from the regular season uh, to the postseason. So I'm going to have Denver at four. Okay. At five, I'm going to have the Suns. Everywhere Chris Paul goes, he wins. I think Devin Booker is going to average 30 points per game with the Suns this year. Like... I think it's going to be special what they have going up there in Phoenix. Aiden is really, really good as well. Uh, Monty Williams is one of the most respected coaches in the NBA. So I'm going to have Phoenix at five. And if you think I'm crazy, who thought Oklahoma City would be in the 4-5 matchup last year? And they ended up being that way. And I think this Suns team is better than that Oklahoma City Thunder team was. So I'm going to have Phoenix at five. At six, I'm going to have Luka Legend, Luka Doncic, like we were talking off air. I think they're a year away from being, uh, you know, 2-3, kind of in that uh, contention. I need to see more from Porzingis. He needs to be healthy. Uh, he needs to be more consistent. We need to see that. I need to see that before I can uh, give that leap of faith with Luka and this team. At 7, I'm going to go with the Rockets. I'm going to assume James Harden stays. If James Harden leaves, then obviously I'm going to have the Rockets falling off. But as long as James Harden is there... He's going to dribble, dribble, dribble. He's going to go ISO. He's going to average 30-plus a game, and he's going to get this team to the playoffs. At 8, I'm going to go with the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry is too good to be the best player on a team. A team, they're going to have uh, uh, Obre, Draymond Green, uh, the, the kid Wiseman, who are all solid players, and, and Wiseman should be solid, right? Like, the Warriors should make the playoffs. If Steph Curry's as good as we all say he is, he should make the playoffs. They should make the playoffs. Steph Curry should be good enough to do that. And I know losing Clay is huge, but let's be real. Like, I had them maybe being a top three team in the West with Clay. To me, you can't go from being a top three team to all the way missing out the playoffs just because of one player. Steph Curry is the best player on that team. He is a two-time MVP. If Steph Curry is who we think he is, if he is what he was, the Warriors should make the playoffs. And if Steve Kerr is, we, we, all we do is gloat about Steve Kerr. Like, they should make the playoffs. If the Warriors are really light years ahead of the NBA, like they say, right? They should make the playoffs. So, that is my top eight. I have Utah missing it. Now, you have Utah at four, four, five. Four, five. Yeah, four, five. So, just just explain that right there, because we have a little bit of a disagreement with that. I just feel like Utah one of them teams like they like Toronto and Denver. Like they one of them teams that like got good team chemistry. Like amongst themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they lost they blew a three one lead, but I think that had to do with the bubble. Like I really feel like if fans like if they you know, they were going to arenas and one of different cities, like Denver and Utah, those are two hostile they're known as two hostile places to play in so like I feel like that, you know, that played a role in it. But I like you. I like Donovan Mitchell. I like Rudy Gobert. I like their coach, Quinn Snyder. You know, like I just like how the way they play. They play hard. I think when you play hard and you compete, that can that can take you a long way. So, you have the Warriors missing the playoffs. So this is the talk of calling Steph Curry a top five player has to be done. Then correct? 
this this season definitely will will determine that. Like you just said it. Like this season will determine nothing. I still say yeah because off of what we see. But the reason why I had them missing the playoffs is there is no Steph Curry. There is no Steve Kerr, no Draymond Green. It's the Golden State Warriors. It was Klay Thompson. It was Draymond. It was Steph. It was Steve Kerr. It was Harrison Barnes. It was Kate when they got KD. It was KD. Like you know what I mean? Like they're always they're always best when everybody is a hundred percent. And I think by them not having Clay, that's gonna give the def- all the defenses like of the world to focus on Steph. He probably gonna get his, but I don't think it's gonna be hard for him to win games because by them having not that second shooter that can just you know like heat up anytime, that's gonna hurt him. Oprah, oh, oh uh, Kelly Oubre should be a, a eighteen point per game guy though. Yeah, but you gotta take in consideration play styles for that system. Like he also one of the players that needs the ball. He's like a what you call it, like a Carmelo, like a. Um, He's isolation. Give him the ball, move out the way, let him go to work. A rhythm player. Yeah, rhythm player. Like, he has to have the ball to catch a rhythm. Like, Clay doesn't have to have the ball to catch a rhythm. It's just catch and shoot. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? It ain't even about, like, averaging, like, numbers. It's just, like, system and play style. Now, in terms of another dispute we have that I'm seeing, Blazers at three. Now, you, know, you kind of mentioned you kind of just forgot about the Like, the Blazers, in terms of them. You really see Dame Dial in this team falling out? No, I don't see him falling out. It's just like, bro, like, the bubble. Like, if it wasn't for the bubble, it's a good chance that they probably wouldn't even make the playoffs last year. They really made the playoffs because they played, they had that play-in game against Memphis. I feel like Memphis had that AC locked up, like, for the, for the rest of the season. Because you got to take, you got to think about it, bro. Memphis, that's another, it's another hostile area to play in, bro. Like, another hostile city. Like, they were, they were, they were locking, they were locking it in. And it's like, Portland barely made it. And then when they did make it, they got basically swept in the first round. And I feel like the re, and then like, you look at it last year, like, Golden State could have easily played Denver in the conference finals. In 2019, but it went to seven. And Denver, you know, I mean, in Portland, you know, just happened to get the best of. Them. So I, I, I just think that in the West, it's just, it's just tough. Now let's do this uh, with tiers. How many teams can come out of the West? Are we going to say? Obviously, the Lakers are the favorite, but any other teams that we can see coming out of the West? Like, who can look at themselves and say, we, we, we can come out of the West? Another probably, like, nah. I saw, like, two. So, Lakers and Clippers? Yeah. So, right now, your three was? Maybe. I don't want to say Dallas, bro, but that depends on how Luka come up. And I'm not sleeping on Denver, bro. I'm not sleeping on Denver. So, maybe, so let's say... Three three teams, maybe Dallas, you could say. I say three, yeah, three. Maybe the three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Th- th- three and a half, you can see. Uh, that's one. That's a half. That's point five more than what we had in the East. 
Now, obviously, you have the Lakers coming out of the conference, right? Right. Will any team be able to compete with the Lakers? Because they destroyed the West last year. Will anybody be able to push the Lakers? Are we going to see a Game 7 at Staples Center? Um, I felt like the Clippers could have pushed them last year. They just didn't get a chance to meet them in the playoffs. I think that's I think, and I think that's what I feel like Denver gave them a good series. They took them to six, but I I feel like the Clippers would have even if the Clippers would have taken the six, it'd have been more like okay, like I feel like most people knew the Lakers don't already win that, you know. I feel like if the Clippers would have played them, it'd have been like that. Okay, we got a matchup. So I think the Clippers are one of them teams that can compete, you know, that can knock them off, take them to a game seven. I think Denver, by them having that experience and. You're right. They did lose Jeremy Grant, but they got two other young players, and Michael Porter and Bobo. I think Michael Porter, he probably ain't gonna be, you know, like a superstar. But I feel like he can replace Jeremy Grant. He can replace. He can replace that. He got the winner. And you gotta think about it, bro. Last year in that series, after when he said in the press conference that they need to start playing, you know, through other players. After he said that, they came back down from three one and one. So, you know, and Bobo didn't get a chance to play last season because of injuries. And then when he did play in the bubble, he he had a solid impact. So I think that his impact going to be bigger. So I think they, you know, they got a shot to compete. And I, I really think that's it. Dallas maybe, but like you said about KP, he got to stay healthy. For them to, you know what I mean, to be 100% like contenders with oh. the Lakers. And also you have, and also I just want to, uh, but you're going to go with the Lakers really quickly. You're going with the Lakers. Yep. Okay. Six seed, you had the Pelicans. So Zion Williamson is going to take a step and be healthy and not be fat, right? That's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think, see, but I don't think it was, I ain't going to call him fat. I'm going to say that. That was more so the Pelicans. I'm not going to say uh, is he going to slim down and be, you know, a monster? Get his man body a little bit. I mean, but you're making it seem like he's fat and chubby. Like, he's not fat and chubby, but he could lose some weight. That's 285 on muscle. That's that's not human, bro. That's unheard of. I think he, I think he is. I think that's going to happen over time, though. He only, he only like, what, 19, 20, 21? Yeah. yeah. He'll catch it. By the time you get his grown man, buddy, bro, it's gonna be over with, bro. Because can't nobody do nothing with him on the block. He's too strong and big. He's a big kid. That's a kid. Not even a grown man yet. So right now, we both agree on this, Scotty. Both our picks are the Lakers and the Nets. Who do you have winning? So this is KD versus LeBron, part two in the final. Well, actually, no, part four in the finals. And part two, go to state shit don't count. I mean, the go to state series don't count. So, oh, so you don't count the go. Okay, fine then, Scotty. It's LeBron versus KD part two. But if you count the Golden State series, no, it's KD and LeBron right. part four. It's KD and part four, part four. How would you see that going? Ah, I, I still get an edge to the Lakers over Brooklyn because not just because of the one-two punch in LeBron and AD. I think that they're better. I think that their duo is better than Kyrie and KD, but also just like the experience. I think they're gonna want it more. Like Brooklyn, and Brooklyn 
to the you know to be fair, they they still got to get there. It's like you it's like with the Clippers and the Lakers. It's like you already knew the Lakers were going to be there, but you had the you know the Clippers had to get there. And it's like you know the Lakers going to be there, but can Brooklyn get there? You know, so both paths aren't going to be easy. Because Brooklyn, even though they didn't they didn't have like you know best season last year, they have a target on their back because they're healthy now. So teams are going to want to beat them and. The Lakers, they got a target on their back by them being defending champions. Teams are going to want to beat them. So, you know, that's how that goes. But I have to get it. I'll probably get an edge to the Lakers. It was an experience. Right now, I'm going to say I'm going to have the Lakers beating the Nets in seven games. Now, let's go to uh, awards. So, let's start with this. Scotty, give me your rookie of the year. Cavs rookie. <laughs> that's bad. Eh? <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> it's not that I forgot it. It's like it's one of those names that's hard to miss. I ain't gonna miss his name. I ain't gonna miss his name. But he's a baller. Either him or Lamelo Ball. Those are like my two picks. Well, I'm gonna go with Lamelo Ball. I think he's gonna have the green light in Charlotte to do whatever he wants. I don't know how good it's gonna mean. He's gonna be right. Michael Carter Williams once upon a time won Rookie of the Year and he couldn't play a lick. So I, I think just by virtue of team and the fact that they're going to try to pump up his stats, I think uh, Lamella Ball will win Rookie of the Year. Most Improved Player of the Year. Ugh. Ooh. Depending on how you play, maybe Kelly Oubre. Now here's because, no go really, go. Bro, I'm thinking nobody else that like eligible for it. That's like shit. So here's my guy, Lonzo Ball. Uh, I, I that's a good pick. I give you that one. And yeah. if La, if the Pelicans get the sixth seed, like you think, I didn't even have him making the playoffs. They get the sixth seed. That means Lonzo obviously took a huge progression. <laughs> right. So I could see Lonzo. Uh, that that's my favorite. Uh. As, as he's getting older and he's maturing and he's learning his way around the league. Defensive player of the year. Anthony Davis. Okay. I'm going to go with Benjamin Simmons. He quietly is one of the best defenders in the league. He, he hey, can, man, I had him on my second defensive team last year, bro. Like, I, got made, I got made fun of that, bro. And like, when they released like the all defensive second teams, he was on it. Yeah, he can guard all five positions. I, I think we're going to see a huge year from Ben Simmons defensively. I think he's going to be really dominant, and I think he can make the impact that we saw a guy like maybe a Giannis make. Like, like Ben Simmons is legit on that end of the court. We we can comment on his shooting, but he is legit on that end of the court, and he's versatile because he can play one through five. I was about to say, bro, he he's he, he's complete just outside the shoot. He can do anything else. And who, Scotty, is your MVP? This should be interesting. Who's your MVP? Anthony Davis. <laughs> Scotty. I agree with you. Scotty, I agree with you. I agree with you, Scotty. I, AD is my MVP, too. I think he's... Now, if he won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, that's insane. And, you know, then maybe there's a coronation for Anthony Davis. But... 
I'm going to have him being MVP of the league. I think we're going to see a huge year. I think LeBron's going to fade a little bit. Now, not in terms of being the best player on the team. I think we're going to know LeBron's the best player on the team. But just in terms of AD stats, I think we're going to see just the best AD has to offer a second year in L.A. Uh, just a couple other guys for the MVP. I mentioned Damian Lillard is a guy that I think is going to be in contention. Luka Doncic. Uh, obviously, LeBron's always going to be in there. Any other guys that you think could make a run at this? There's only two other people, bro. That's LeBron and Luka. <laughs> or even Giannis. Or, or even Giannis. Even Giannis. Uh, I think even his reign. But now, it's going it's to be put on pause because he won back to back. I don't think they're going to let him win three in a row. Like you said. I don't that, think they're going to let him win three in a row. So, that, so we have Luka and LeBron. Uh, so obviously that would be the three finalists standing. We both have AD winning. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and then kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to get into our All-NBA first, second, and third teams. Coming up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Barbershop Sports Talk, and we still have Scotty Johnson with us before we're going over our top eight seeds in the East and West, our MVP uh, and uh, NBA award, uh, overall award predictions. And now we're going to get into this, our all-NBA teams. So, Scotty, do you want to start with, let's just, I'll, I'll give you the floor, do you want to start with our all-NBA third team first and go up, or start with our all-NBA first team and go down? Um. How do you want to do it? Let's do. I'll do first and go down. Let me do first. First, the first and go down. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Also, how, how tough was this list to make? How how tough was it? It was tough, but it wasn't tough how the last list, we, the first, second, third team list we did. Because because I took I didn't take in consideration nobody being like hurt, I, like everybody healthy was healthy. So it was kind of like it was kind of easier because I already like. And then it's preseason. Like, this is prediction. So, like, I kind of, like, you know, I just took a few, you know. First team was easy. First team always easy. First team and second team always easy. Third team is the one I always get your heart on. So, you can start with your first team. Uh, who are the guys you have? I got Damian Lillard, guard, Luka Doncic, LeBron, Giannis, then AD, Anthony Davis. Okay. We only have... One dispute, I think. We only have one dispute. Kevin Durant? No, no, no. Actually, we don't have any disputes. We, we do not have any disputes, actually. We actually are in complete agreement. We yeah, are in the same, yeah, the same five? We have the same five. I have Damian Lillard at the one. I have Luka at the two. I have LeBron at the three. Oh, excuse me. No, no. Uh, LeBron at the three. Yes, LeBron at the three. Four, Giannis. Five, Anthony Davis. Wow. That's scary. That's creepy. That probably won't happen. <laughs> that, that won't happen. Scott, that won't happen, right? Like, we, we have to think that that's not going to happen, is it? I mean, it's possible. 
I think KD might, you know, he might have something to say about that. Um, depending on where they have LeBron and Luka um, matched up, which they're probably going to be playing guards. Um, and Kawhi, if he's that first-tier player, people held him, you know, high to be. So it might change, but I know three that's going to stay on there for sure, and that's Luka, LeBron, and AD. Well, Giannis, too, so that's four. Yeah, because Giannis, statistically, in the regular season, uh, and we're going to have them being the one seed in the East. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, so Giannis is a lock. Yeah, Giannis for sure. Like, I could see LeBron. I think there's a better chance LeBron would fall off to the NBA second team than Giannis. Okay, okay. Just because just cause I could see LeBron taking a little bit more of a step back. Like, I think Giannis is going to be full throttle. Like, I, I, I don't see any way, unless there's injury, that Giannis doesn't. I, I expect Luka... To make that jump, Damian Lillard. Obviously, I have the Blazers the third seed, so of course I got Dame Dalla in there. Uh, AD, we both have MVP, so that makes sense. Kawhi, here's the thing with Kawhi: uh, Is Kawhi gonna play enough games? Like, is this, is this gonna be the same thing, status quo again? Well, I mean, when I was arguing that last year, you were saying that I ain't really mean nothing. <laughs> I did say that. You know, here's the thing. If, I'm expecting all these guys to play the games. So, but, but here's what I did. I put LeBron at the one to allow Kawhi at the three. And I still think you, you could have made an argument for Kawhi being at the, you know, being in the first team, even though he ended up being All-NBA second team when the actual votes came out. But in the regular season, is he going to be playing more games than LeBron, Luka, Damian Lillard, Giannis, or Anthony Davis? Probably not. <laughs> it's already in his contract, bro. He got to play. He's required to miss at least about like twenty games. So if if Kawhi played every game, where, where do you think he would fall? Do you think he would be first team? He he, could, he could definitely got a shot at being first team for sure. I just find it funny that you're taking that into consideration when I did it last year. Well, here's my. I just think these guys are gonna have better seasons. I think he's a better player than Luca. I think he's a better player than Anthony Davis and Giannis. I think he's the second best player in the NBA. I just don't think he's going to play. Okay. I just don't know if he's going to play. I think all those guys are going to play more. I think they're all going to play more. And I think that's going to help them. So, Damian Lillard, too. Damian Lillard's another one. Why Dame as the point guard? I mean, you, you know, you're coming up with averaging almost 30. So, you're see. Averaging, you know, that's, that's not a point guard that's not doing that. Russell Westbrook did it. But even he not, you know, he's starting to, I ain't going to say for a lot, but, you know, his career, you know, going on the back end now. So, you know, I feel like Dave is top-tier point guard, like elite point guard, up there with the stats, with the Westbrook, you know, with the Chris Pauls, he's up there as an elite point guard. Now, on your list, you had him as the best point guard in the NBA, the highest-rated point guard in the NBA. Well, I mean, I guess if you consider LeBron. Uh, LeBron played point this year, so I guess you could argue that. But when we just talk about point guards like the little guys is Damian Lillard better than Steph Curry right now is he better at basketball than Steph right now you think we think he's better than Steph correct it's hard to say because Steph didn't play like if they both play it'd be more it'd be more easy like easier to dissect and compare it but right now like I have to give it with Dave because he played you know he got more games than his more recent play I should say not even more games just more recent play 
what are the chances that LeBron does drop off and falls into the second team or maybe the third team? Or that they load manage him or that they even load manage him? The thing is, they always load manage LeBron. It's just they never fought the load manage. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he always had moments. Like, you know, he ain't played against a certain team anymore. He always played on national TV. But I remember, you know, being a Cavs fan, watching almost every Cavs game at Carroll. It was, almost, it was a couple games, like, you know, especially like my, what was that, my first year? Yeah, my freshman year, there, like, we still had Kyrie. You know, it was games they him and Kyrie and Caleb missed that, like, you know, it was like, it was against a bad team, and it was a game that they could miss. So they all do it. Like, even the Spurs with Tim Duncan and them used to do it. Like, they all do it. I think with Kawhi, it was just like a situation where, like, it was the first where it's out there. Like, it's public. Like, they, like, media outlets talk about it all the time. I like, it's in his contract to where, like, he's required, he has it in his contract where he has to miss at least least 20 games. You think that's right? I mean, obviously, it's the language of the contract. Do you like that as a fan? How do you feel as a fan about it, Scotty? So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not a fan of it. Like, I think if you're healthy, bro, I ain't gonna say I'm not a fan of it. I don't know the Kawhi situation. I don't know, like, how the way everybody is, but how the way I look at it, bro, like, if you got, if you were that type of player, bro, and if you're okay, we're gonna use Kawhi as an example. But if you were like that Kawhi type of player where you're injury prone, where you don't know, like, you know, when you could crack, I feel like it's that's understandable. Like you should like, cause playing 82 games is, it takes a toll on you. It definitely takes a toll on you because a lot of people say, well, oh, they did it back then. Well, these players are playing more basketball because they grew up playing AAU in college and high school. So like they're playing, they got made more games, way more games over they lay. So like, I feel like if you were playing like that, to where like if it's more so. If it's smarter to go that route, then you should go that route. But if you're a player that's like, you know, like that's just taking it day by day, not really taking it, not really fully committed, you know, like into the process, not really fully committed to winning like your team and your franchise, then that's when, you know, I have a problem with it. But a player like Kawhi, I have no problem with because he has a history of being injured and not playing full season. But I think that hurts him and that can hurt too. Like as far as like, you know, his career, but Hey, it's the NBA now. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Obviously, I don't think Kawhi cares all that much. So, let's go to our All-NBA second teams. Uh, I'll let you go first again, Scotty. Uh, who do you have uh, as your second, uh, your bottom five for top ten players in the NBA? Okay, so second team, I got Murray at my one. I got Jimmy Butler at my two. Okay. I got Jason Tatum at my three. Okay, now that we got three straight disagreements, Scotty. Keep them keep coming. <laughs> this was hard. At three, I got... You're going to be surprised. I got Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> and then my five, I got the Joker. Okay, Scotty. Guess how many players we agreed with on that list? With the Joker. Yep. 
Scotty, we went from being five for five to the one for five, Scotty. So, uh, at my point is Stephen Curry. Did I say Jason Tatum at my three? Yes. You got Kawhi? Yeah, Tatum at my third, I'm sure. Oh, okay, okay. So we're two for five, Scotty. We're two for five. This is better. At first, I was like, how the hell are you missing Kawhi? You're missing somebody else. His name is Kevin Durant. I, I... I, I just, I, I don't know. You have them as the two seats, guy. Like, I, I just don't know how you miss out Kevin Durant, but we'll, we'll get to that. So, at point guard, I have Steph Curry. At the two, I have James Harden. At the three, I have Kawhi. The four, I have Kevin Durant. The five, I have Jokic. Hold on, repeat that. Repeat that one more time. Steph Curry is my point guard. My yep. two is James Harden. My three is Kawhi Leonard. My four is Co- is Kevin Durant, and my five is Nikola Jokic. Okay. So, the biggest one you're missing out is Durant. Why is Durant off your second team? Yeah, because I I went off of last season too, bro. Like I was just going off of what I recently saw, bro. You know, and basically, bro, like. Not saying that I ain't taking nothing away from KD because he probably gonna be first or second anyway. And then I was just you know yeah just going off of what I saw last season, what I saw in the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm sticking with Murray. Like that's even though I feel like he's not he doesn't have the notoriety that probably all the other point guards got, but like. Sticking with Jimmy. And then Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi at the two, like, that's that's good. And then Ben Simmons, and then, yeah, like, that's good. That's not bad. I just, how 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 is Jimmy Butler ahead of James Harden? I think James Harden's going to be better. Yeah, but we don't know, we don't even know how, this, how did his situation go in. And then Steph Curry? He on my third. So you think Jamal Murray is gonna have a better season than Stephen Curry? Maybe. We don't even know if Steph's gonna be healthy. Well, if Steph's not healthy, he's not gonna be on any of the NBA teams. Just like last year. So sad, man. <laughs> and so would Nikola Jokic do? Uh and actually I don't have a huge actually I do have a huge problem. Uh I, I just have Durant to me is over Ben Simmons. <laughs> I do have a problem with that. Uh, his name is Kevin freaking Durant. Uh, is Jokic, we agree on this with Jokic. Has Jokic solidified himself as the second best big in the NBA? We talk about bigs. Yes. Including power forwards and centers. Yes. Yeah. I guess you could say that. You could say that. So who would be number one? AD, right? Yes. So what are we considering Giannis? Oh, I... I feel I consider Giannis more like LeBron, Kawhi, Durant. I, I figure he, he plays four. He actually most of his minutes are at the four. Four, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I I consider him a three like those guys for some odd reason. I, I don't know why. So so yeah, but but if that's the case, then I'd have AD. I I just don't I don't know. Giannis brings the ball up the court. I I just I guess I just look at them differently. Okay, okay. He's like a hybrid. He's a hybrid. So the second best be. No, 
Who in the All NBA second team for you could move up to the top five? Could move up to the All NBA first team? Like, who could you see? Oh, oh KD. I mean, not KD. Well, in your case, KD. But like Kawhi, um, Jimmy can. He got the potential. Potential can. Uh, the Joker. Could Jamal? Maybe. It depends on how his career go. If. He could be like a Chauncey. If if he if he does what he did in the bubble and he's able to do that, he's gonna. In Denver right now, you have Denver as your second seed. If he does all that, I think he's gonna have serious consideration for being on the All NBA first team. Right. Yep. So I think you know Murray maybe two is in there. Bro, and then that's another thing, bro. I took his consideration. Whatever, bro. If the Warriors aren't in playoff contention, bro, Steph Curry is not going to be first, second, or third. I agree. That's what got Bradley Beal. I'm going, but I have, in my one, I have the Warriors making it as the eighth, so that's kind of why I have Steph at the two, uh, and all my All-NBA second team. So let's get to the All-NBA third team. I'll let you go again, Scotty. Who's on your All-NBA third team? Who did you leave off? Uh, too many people. I told you, but third team always the hard. Okay, I got Donovan Mitchell. Okay. I'm going to go at D-Book at two. Okay. At three, I got Tatum. Okay. My four, I got Seattle. Okay. Five, I got him. B, Big Joel, Big Joe. You left Kevin Durant off your All NBA first, second, and third team, Scotty. Okay. Oh God, do you know who that man is, Scotty? Depending on how this season goes, bro. How about this? We gonna do one. Don't do another one of these segments right around All-Star break, bro. Wait, bro, bro. wait, wait. If it's a change, bro, you can cover, cover my deck, bro. Here's what I have to say, though, Scotty. You have the Brooklyn Nets as your two-seed. How do you have them in the two-seed? They don't have a single All-NBA player. Because I was thinking the last season. <laughs> this season, bro, this year's sports has been weird, okay? That's fair. got fair. the season ended midway, restarted. Then they had like a separate, you know, separate season for that called the bubble. Like, what am I supposed to go off here? Like, I could have went off names. If I went off just names and careers, Steph Curry and KD and Kyrie probably would have been in my first and second. Oh, Kyrie's off mine. Kyrie's entering the Russell Westbrook territory. Russell Westbrook's a name he's off too. Doesn't contribute to winning. I like winning players. Jesus oh. Christ. Kyrie's a champion. Man. He's a champion because he played with LeBron James, LBJ23, one of the greatest players that ever played the game of basketball, who had one of the best stretches in NBA history against the Golden State Warriors, who were decimated by injury. That is why he won a ring. So he, he, he just had everything but the shot. Kawhi was, I mean, listen, it was the LeBron show. Kawhi was just an extra. Listen, nothing's wrong with being Alfred. He just wasn't, he just wasn't Batman. What you mean? He hit the shot. Hey, Alfred came in clutch too. He took care uh, of the mansion when Bruce was all fighting crime. I don't know how bad, man, dude. You named everything but that shot. Like, you got You can't talk about that final series. Don't talk about that shot. That, listen, 
there was the shot, there was the block, and there was Kevin Love Ding up Steph Curry. They all had three great moments. Right. I'm just saying, bro, you can't talk about like that five minute round talking about the shot. You talk about anything else. You brought up everything else, man. You gotta you gotta pick up the shot. So for me, this was tough. Since Devin Booker's a guard, I'm gonna put him at the one. I put Devin Booker at the one. Mm-hmm. My two is Bradley Beal. My three is Tatum. My four is Ben Simmons. And my fifth is Bam Adebayo. I had Joel missing it. I think Bam's just going to bring it more for every regular season game than Joel. Say that again? I think Bam is going to bring it more for every game in the regular season more than Joel does. I think Joel Embiid is a better player, but I just think Bam is going to play. He's going to be better game, game to game in the regular season. Than, than Joel Embiid. Uh, Siakam. I just can't have Siakam in it. I, I just can't. I can't do Siakam. <laughs> we, you left, you left, Scotty, you, you left KD out, but you put in Siakam? Because, bro, like I said, I went off the last. Did you see what Siakam did against the Celtics? He got exposed. Did you see what KD did against the Celtics? He My wasn't, point is Zach. <laughs> So like, <laughs> like, man, like, where am I supposed to go? And then, you had Bradley Beal. When I put Bradley Beal on mine last year, averaging 30, you looked at me like I was good. I you think. I had him going into this season, though, right? I, I have the Wizards, though, as my seventh seed. Still, bro, like, they, they look terrible. They literally have the same team minus Don Wall, bro. I mean, and they're adding uh, one of the best point guards in the NBA. You don't even consider as a top fifteen player. So what did, what impact does that have? Russell Westbrook is going to be one of the three best players in the court most nights they play. I I, I have the Washington <laughs> as the seventh seed. I don't know how you have Washington miss the playoff. Say that again. Winning Russell Westbrook doesn't add winning credit, bro. Maybe talent, but he doesn't add winning no he's good enough to get to the playoffs. He's not a scrub, Scotty. He's not a scrub. He's just not. He's you just you just can't win a championship with the guy. You can make the playoffs and get swept in the first round. That's still not winning, bro. That's not winning, bro. But these uh, All NBA teams are also for the regular season. So I'm gonna have Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons. Like I said he's. I think he's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year. I think we're gonna see a big year for Ben Simmons. And I think there's gonna start to be some debate in Philly who's actually better, Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. I think before. We all kind of clearly thought Joel was better, but I think there's going to be some arguments now. Uh, and maybe Joel Embiid's the one who gets traded, and everybody keeps talking about Simmons getting traded. Maybe it's Joel. Beal, I'm going to have two uh, for shooting guard. You did not have Beal. You had Mitchell. I, I see, I, I have Mitchell out because I have the Jazz missing the playoffs. That's my thing. I have the Jazz missing the playoffs. Yeah, I have them going. I got them going. Like my yeah, so that makes sense there. But I don't have any major... I mean, the fact that you have Kevin freaking Durant off is egregious to me. And you have James Harden and Steph Curry off the list as well. James Harden averages 34 a game. So let me get this straight. You added Bradley Bill to your third team because they got Russell Westbrook. I think he's better. I think he's going to be... Well, actually, I can't say I think he's better than Russell Westbrook. I think statistically he's going to average close to 30 points per game. I think if you average 30 points per game on a team that makes the playoffs, you're going to be on an All-NBA team. Is he even going? Average 30 because Russell Westbrook's there. I think he is. I think he's going to get close to it. 
One of them guys gonna go down. Bro. Russell Westbrook's gonna have to go down. We're going to have to see. Russell Westbrook ain't that playing either. Scotty Brooks is going to get to him. Okay. Mediocre coach. Why are you so dis... He got to an NBA Finals. He got to multiple Western Conference Finals. He only been to what? He went to one Finals. How many West Finals did they go to? Probably like two. Three. With him? With did, him? Donovan they they was their coach in 16, bro. Couple years with the Spurs. Then they went once. In 2012, they lost the in the finals. That means they went to the Western Conference that year, the Western Conference Finals. They lost to Dallas one year in the Western Conference Finals. That's two. There was. Was he the coach in 24? He was the coach in 2014. They didn't go to the Conference Finals in 2014. Yes, they did. The Spurs beat them. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they beat Memphis, bro. Then it was 2013. Then it was 2013. Then it was 2013. The Spurs beat the Thunder in six games to go to the finals one of those years. We can fact check this right now. Scotty, I'm I'm almost positive that. It was three Western Conference Finals. What's it? Three? I even, even with that, bro, like... Shut that most of that because of the players, bro. Not because of his style, but his system. He had talent. That talent got them way further than his school. It shows you what Washington. So the 12, 2012, 2013, in the Western Conference Finals, it was Spurs Grizzlies. Right. But I said 2000, but that was 12, 2013. In 2013, 2014. We lost to Memphis, didn't we? No, it was Oklahoma City. Memphis only made the West Finals one year. No, no, no. Who did OKC lose to? San Antonio? Yes, in, 20, in 2014. In the conference? Yes, they lost in six. Okay. So with Scotty Brooks, they went to three Western Conference Finals. What was the proof? And, and the one year, they could have gone the other year. Memphis did, but Memphis beat them in like because Westbrook got hurt. That's why Memphis beat, because Memphis beat Oklahoma City that year. Yeah. I think that was the year that uh, Patrick Beverly won shot at Russell Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. So, Scott, three, three Western Conference Finals, that's very good. Yeah, when you got two of the top ten players in the league. That's so disrespectful, Scotty. Okay, that's all me and Scotty have uh, for this episode. Scotty, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And once again, I want to thank Scotty Johnson for coming on the podcast. I always appreciate it. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into this episode, the 237th episode of Bye Bye Shop Sports Talk.